If you love drones, Skydio is a name you should know. I'm Fred Fishkin, back with another Textination interview. With us is Adam Bry, CEO of Skydio. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Thanks for having me on, Fred. Tell us a little background to begin with about this company, about Skydio. Uh, well, we started the company with a pretty simple idea. We thought drones had enormous potential across a bunch of different industries and applications, uh, but we felt like they weren't going to be as useful as they should be until you could trust them to fly themselves. And that's really what motivated us to start the company. That's what we've been focused on since we started in 2014. Uh, and we're at a really exciting point now where the kind of core technology bets that we've made on AI and machine learning and robotics are, are paying off. Uh, and this vision of autonomous drones is coming to life with our, our customers. Um, so we have customers across a number of different segments, but in particular, we have consumers who are using our drones to capture amazing video that would really be impossible to film any other way. Um, so Skydio 2 uh, is, a, is a fully autonomous drone. You can launch it from your hand and it will use computer vision to recognize and track objects. So it can follow you mountain biking or skiing or just playing in your backyard with your family uh, and autonomously capture video that looks as if it was filmed by a professional film crew. Wow. So, so I mean, this is the kind of technology other companies have, have claimed to have had and people have tried to use and sometimes with success, sometimes not. So tell us how you've been able to make the big leap, the big difference here in, in getting somebody like me to say, okay, I trust that this thing is going to do what it said it was going to do. <laughs> yeah. So I think one of the, uh, one of the interesting things about the drone space is that the, the concepts have always been really exciting going back five, 10 years, uh, but actually making these things work in, in a product that people can use reliably is extremely challenging. Um, and so I think this is, this has just always been true is that there's been a lot of hype and, and uh, the concepts have gotten people excited. I think what, what sets us apart as a company is that we've really buckled down and solved the necessary problems in autonomy to make these things work. Um, so my co-founders and I have been working on this technology for almost 15 years together now. We met as grad students at MIT where our lab was on the forefront of autonomous flight. Um, so we worked together there for a number of years and then we helped start Google's drone delivery program. So we, we came to the, the space with a pretty deep understanding of you know, what was possible, what the kind of technology recipe might be to build a, a fully autonomous system. And we made some really aggressive bets when we started. We're fortunate to have just an incredible team of, of engineers across the board from all the AI and robotics to the hardware and software that it takes to make these systems work. Um, and, and, you know, we're, uh, we're committed to, to following through on, on sort of delivering the promise for the industry. You have a unit there you can show us. Uh, how big is the Skydio 2? Oh, yeah. So uh, this is uh, this is Skydio 2. This is my personal Skydio 2 I use all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm a runner, hiker, so I love using this to, to film my outdoor activities. Um, so it's, um, it's, it's roughly laptop size. So we designed it to be very low profile. So if I take the battery out here um, on the bottom, it's, uh, it's thin and its dimensions around the outside are a, a bit smaller than a 13 inch MacBook. Um, so basically anywhere you can put a 13 inch MacBook, you can put a Skydio 2 um, and then the battery clicks in, you uh, hold the button there to turn it on um, and it's, uh, it's ready to go. One of, the, uh, one of the unique things about the product is it's really designed for autonomy from the ground up. So uh, if you see here, 
Um, each of these is a 4K camera. So it has three 4K cameras on top, they're fisheye lenses, uh, and then it has three of them on bottom as well. Um, you can see them there. So it sees everything around it in, uh, in very high resolution. And then it has a, a really powerful onboard computer that it's using to process all that visual data to build a real-time 3D model, predict into the future, and, and make intelligent decisions. And that's, that's really where the, uh, the autonomy behavior comes from. And then there's another camera uh, for, yeah. for doing the video or stills or? Yeah, exactly. So this, this camera out front, uh, we call the user camera, uh, but this is what's actually capturing the content. So this is an even higher quality camera uh, with really high quality optics, a, a high quality Sony sensor. And it's, it's stabilized on a gimbal here. So you can see as I, excuse me, as I move the drone around, uh, the algorithms on board are keeping the camera perfectly level. So even if, as the drone is maneuvering, uh, the camera stays perfectly stable. So you get that nice smooth footage. Well, tell us about the, the technology involved here. I mean, you've, you've, you've talked in, in sort of general terms, but the cameras are, are, the, are, the, are the secret here? Um, yeah. It sounds, it sounds like the, the problems that are out there being solved by you know, autonomous vehicle companies that put into the air. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, one of the ways to, to think about the product is it, it's kind of similar to uh, a self-driving car, but it's a, a self-flying drone. So um, there's there's a lot of similar ideas in terms of the way the system works. In some ways, uh, it's, a, it's a harder problem flying in the air. If you're flying in an unconstrained three-dimensional environment, you have to reason in general 3D, um, but you also don't have the complexity of kind of navigating with other, other, uh, other cars on the road. So uh, you know, one of the things that's exciting to us from a technology perspective, I, I really believe, and I think this is coming true today, drones are the first widely deployed mobile robots. You know, we hear a lot about self-driving cars and these other kinds of things. Um, and, it, you know, I think there's a lot of potential there, but it's still realistically years away, whereas drones are real, available today. Anybody can buy this product, use it, benefit from it. Um, and the technology just continues to improve. It's, it's really a software-defined device, and we continue to work on software improvements that, that add, uh, well, improve the core capability while adding new features and functionality. Step us through the, the user experience here, and what, what is the controller like? I mean, even though it's flying itself, there, yeah. there is a controller of sorts, so you can tell yeah. it what you want, right? Yeah, so there's, uh, there's uh, three different ways to control it depending on what you want to do. Um, so for got all this stuff here, so for following and filming applications, uh, what we recommend is called the beacon. Um, so the, uh, the beacon is this little handheld, uh, device. Um, and it's, it's kind of like the, the single handed, no look remote for the drone. So you can use this to tell it to take off. You can tell it to stop. You can tell it which direction you want to follow from. And then it also has a GPS in it so that if it loses visual track of you, so if you quickly go behind a tree or something, it can use the GPS to, to find you again. Um, so this is kind of the, the ultimate follow film control. Um, and then if you want to, to fly the drone manually, um, you fly with, uh, with this, which is a, a handheld device. Your phone just slots in there. So you get like a, a real-time video feed from the drone um, and, and, the experience of, of flying video manually is actually quite powerful because we have 360 collision avoidance. So it really shifts the paradigm when you're flying. You know, most people when you're flying a drone, uh, even for me, you know, I've been flying these things basically my whole life in some form. It's a very stressful experience because you're trying to figure out where is the thing, where's the nearest obstacle, 
Am I going to run into it? And uh, with the, the autonomous navigation technology, when you give a manual input, it's processing that through the whole AI engine and it's deciding what's the safe action to take based on what the, uh, the user is asking me to do. So you can fly in very challenging environments, uh, in very dense environments with a lot of obstacles, basically without worrying about it. You know, you can just jam the joystick forward and if there's a way through, it'll find it. If there's not, it'll come to a stop. Um, so it's just kind of a fundamentally different experience of, of flying a drone. I, I want to say, really? I mean, you, you, you're, you're riding your bike or you're running and you want this to follow you and the, your, the trail you're on is going through wooded areas and things like that, as long as it's an open trail, it's going to yeah. be there? Yeah. I mean, we, there's, uh, there's uh, at this point, there's customer videos of, of all these things. And it's pretty exciting for us to, to see the content that people are creating. Um, you know, we... The, the system has performance limitations and we have a safety and operating guide. Um, so, uh, you know, for example, the obstacle bubble around the drone is a little over a meter on each side. Um, so it won't go through a gap narrower than that. Um, so if you go through a very narrow trail very quickly, the drone might get stuck and stop. And then it also uh, can't see objects thinner than about half an inch. Um, so we recommend that, that customers uh, exercise caution if you're flying around like very thin branches or or telephone lines, things like that. Really, really interesting. So tell us about uh, the pricing and availability. Uh, so Skydio 2 is available now. Uh, you can buy it on our website, skydio.com. Um, we have a range of different uh, packages depending on what people want to do. The, the starter kit starts at uh, 1350, um, which comes with the drone, a battery, charger, you fly it with your phone, basically everything you need to get started. Um, and then we have uh, different offerings that include the controller, include the beacon, include more batteries, um, fast charger, things like that, depending on what people want to do. How long can people fly on a charge typically? Uh, so a battery lasts 23 minutes. Um, if you're flying super fast or doing other things, it, it could be less than that, but the, the rated flight time is 23 minutes. Um, and we've also designed the system to be super fast to, you know, if you, if you need to do a particularly long flight, um, you, you land, take the battery out, put in a new one, and you're ready to go very quickly. Uh, but we find for, for most people, uh, 23 minutes is actually a pretty long time for filming an activity. Uh, you know, it's, it's rare that you, you want to or need to be in the air longer than that for any consecutive period of time. And what kinds of wind conditions can it handle? A lot of people like to take this out to the shore or something like that. Yeah, so <laughs> there's... Uh, there's what we recommend and rate it to, and then there's what people actually do. So we we design the system to be uh, to be very very robust. So as it's flying, it's using its autonomy system to to estimate what the local wind is, and it's proactively correcting for that. Um, you know, we we generally recommend that people are careful in high winds. Um, in practice, anything over 20 miles an hour is is quite stiff, and and it's probably going to inhibit what the vehicle can do. But it it will. Um, it will warn you if it's sensing high winds and, and give you opportunity to, to stop or land if it thinks you need to. So it comes in at about about $1,000 to, to start, right? So it sounds like it's a perfect drone for, for beginners, for people who are totally inexperienced. But again, the, they might yeah. be intimidated by the price point. So what do, what do you tell them, those particular customers? Uh, that they're going to ruin uh, six $200 drones and actually save money by buying yours? Yeah, well, I think that, uh, I'd say a few things. I think if you take the macro view, and this is a big part of the motivation for us at Skydio, 
drones can just be useful in way more places than people are actually using them today. And I think one of the big barriers, really the biggest barrier is that they're still extremely difficult to use. Like if you, if you compare using a conventional manual drone to using any other modern technology device like phone or laptop, you know, imagine if you hit the wrong key on your, your uh, laptop, it would destroy itself and you'd have to go buy a new one, right? Like, and, it, and you were just sort of always carefully navigating, like not doing the wrong thing for fear of the laptop instantly breaking. Uh, you know, we, we wouldn't be using them nearly as much as we do, but that's, that's basically the world that we're coming for, coming from uh, with drones. Um, so I think the, the macro view is that autonomy uh, makes the capability of what drones can offer uh, accessible for, for many more people. Now, that autonomy is not free. You know, it comes with a lot of extra things on the drone, um, which is why the, the product is not, you know, is why it costs what it does. Uh, but it really offers an incredible set of capabilities that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, and so I think, you know, what I would say is it's not for everybody, but if, if you, um, one, are excited about drones, but are worried about crashing it and then having to buy multiple, you know, $200 a pretty cheap drone, but there's a lot of stuff in the $500,000 range where you might buy it, crash it, go out and have to buy a new one. Uh, right away. And I think you come, ahead, come out ahead with the Skydio drone. And then the second piece is um, if you want to capture content of uh, any sort of activity without you having to manually fly it, there's really nothing else uh, that can do that the way that our products can. Terrific. Now, is this a, a new end of the market for you going after the mainstream and sometimes inexperienced consumers? Uh, no, this is actually uh, where we started. So um, our first product, R1, uh, we kind of say it's like the, the Tesla Roadster of autonomous drones. This is a first generation product. Uh, it was for consumers, but it was a very high price point and we couldn't build very many of them. It was a really important stepping stone for us. Um, Skydio 2 is a, a huge leap forward from that. And we're seeing, seeing widespread use across uh, a bunch of different categories. Uh, we have also more recently been expanding into enterprise and professional applications where we're excuse me, we're using uh, essentially the same product. In many cases, we're using Skydio 2 with specialized software for things like inspection. Um, so we recently uh, launched a product called 3D Scan, where you can say, you know, this is the bridge or this is the accident or crime scene that I want to have a digital record of. And the drone will automatically explore the whole area, build a real-time 3D model, and then take high-resolution photos of the entire thing. Um, so it's, it's using a lot of the same core ingredients, uh, but it's extending it for these professional applications. And that's a software package that we sell separately on top of, uh, on top of the hardware. And you're opening the door for those uh, professional applications to be used by people who may not be skilled drone pilots. Exactly. And it, it you know, it's a, it's a similar theme to what we see with, with, you know, videographers and content creators. There's, there's a lot of people in that world, you know, people who maybe work at a, an energy utility, and there's a lot of inspection work that they need to do, or they need to see if a transmission tower is in good working order, substation is having a particular issue. Uh, and a lot of these organizations have been trying to adopt drones, but it's really hard to, to train people who's, you know, it's not their full-time job. Their full-time job is being a technician or an inspector, uh, and that's what they're really good at. And in our view, they shouldn't have to adapt themselves to become an expert drone pilot. The drone should sort of adapt itself to their tasks and their needs. And that's what we're doing with autonomy and software. And you developed this in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, any special obstacles that you had to overcome? I mean, you've got the chip shortages now too. So. <laughs> yeah, so we're, 
we've uh, you know we've definitely been impacted by a lot of the global supply issues, but our team is really doing a phenomenal job of of making sure that we can still keep manufacturing running. Um, we uh, we're a, a tightly integrated hardware software company, so we definitely miss being in person together. Uh, and the team has really found all kinds of amazing creative ways to to still do the things that we need to do with everybody working remotely. So we had, you know, we were building our next generation drone, and we had somebody would do one assembly step at their house and then they would drive over and drop it off on somebody else's doorstep and they would do the next step and then they would plug it into their internet and one of the software engineers would log into it and do some bring up and debugging stuff so there was a lot of a lot of stuff like that but we're definitely excited to be spending more time in person now and looking forward to getting back into the office can you zoom from the sky yet (laughs) (laughs) uh not yet but uh stay tuned very interesting for more info the best place to go is where adam Scottio.com. Adam Bry, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you. It's great. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, You can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textination.com.